Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome back to Inside the Den here at Lee's McRae Athletics. We're excited about today's show. Today we have a panel. Uh, there will be four of us on this show, and what we're going to talk about today is Black History Month and its importance and its significance uh, for everyone, black athletes, white athletes, everybody under the sun. And uh, I've got some special guests here today. I've got uh, three coaches, three African-American coaches on our staff here at Lee's McRae who is going to share their perspective and input about the significance of Black History Month. Uh, I have Deshaun Motley. He's in his fourth season here at Lees McRae. He's also a graduate of Lees McRae College. Uh, Jatera Hurst, she's in her third season at Lees McRae. Both Deshaun and Jatera are assistant coaches. Deshaun with the men and Jatera with the women. And we have head coach of the women team, Keith Jennings, who is in his third season as head coach, but he's been around here for a while. This is his sixth, I think, sixth season. So, um, sixth season, yes, it's been very enjoyable, I must yeah. say. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate y'all being here inside the den. Thanks for joining us today. Thank Thanks you for having thank you. us. Thank yeah. Well, you know, I've always seen this podcast from the beginning of its the idea and inception, as I told you all earlier about just storytelling. I think this is a good opportunity to tell some stories. Uh, and I wanted to take this time uh, with you three to learn about you and get your take and perspective on the importance of Black History Month to you as a person and, and some people that impacted your life that led for you to now become a coach. I was adding it up. I don't know if you know this, but between you three, there's over 25 years of coaching experience sitting right here. That's a lot. Now, of course, Keith has a lot of those years, <laughs> but still 25 years of coaching experience, which when you think about it, that you're bringing a lot to the table. So, uh, Keith, I want to open this up with you. You know, you have a, a long history in this sport of basketball. You played in the NBA. You have been a coach for quite a long time. Uh, what does Black History Month mean to you? Well, you know, First of all, thank you for having us on the inside the den. You know, it's a great thing you're doing for the for the college, and uh, wish you continued success. Thank you. Uh, Black History Month for me, um, you know, it's just about being aware of what you have accomplished as your own self, and then as what people come before us, what they accomplished, to uh, hopefully give people a different insight of what you can do as an American, as a Black American. And, um, you know, I just tried to learn from things like that. So as far as me, I try to make my team aware of the month, you know, be proud of who you are. Um, and I think that's very important. And, you know, I, I hope they pass it they pass it down like my dad and my family passed it down to me and so on and so forth. So it's just a very important month, man. And I just like to make sure that everybody, you know, of color that, you know, is, as aware of it, you know, mm -hmm. and try to do your best to make a difference in this world because, you know, the world we're living in right now can be a little bit scary. But, uh, you know, just got to believe we can all come together and, you know, just make it happen. Yeah. Well, you know, as you said that, I was just thinking about 
the spirit of it. You know, there's a spirit behind the month. And when you're talking about this topic and telling stories, I think it has the capability of lifting spirit and lifting your attitude and mindset. And so that's one of the things I've always taken away from it myself. And so, uh, Jatera, I mean, for you, what does it mean? What does Black History Month mean for you? Um, Probably for me, similar to Coach Jay, it is definitely about awareness. Mm. Um, There was a lot of, like, trailblazers, people that are doing what we did before we did it. And, like, similar to what Coach said, letting our kids know that seeing us in the role we're in, seeing other people maybe doing the things they want to do, nurses, doctors, people in the criminal justice field, the things that they're majoring in, allowing them to really see that they can be successful as young African Americans Mm -hmm. in these different fields, their jobs, their sports, and being able to go forth and pursue what they really want to do with their careers. Mm -hmm. I think the key word you just said was trailblazer. (laughs) Now that is an awesome word. (laughs) Imagine if if people are talking about you and they call you a trailblazer, Mm -hmm. you're somebody. You know, and uh, so to be the first or just to be someone who's that shining light, that's very important, isn't it? Giving hope to people is something I I take seriously. You Mm -hmm. know, I think uh, looking at myself being a smaller athlete, you know, always being told you can't do it. And then all of a sudden when you accomplish it, you give life to other people that look at you now and be like, dang, he did it. I can possibly do it. Mm -hmm. Like Jatera said, not only in a profession of basketball, but in other professions as well. So we just try to encourage people to dream big and you know go after your dreams Deshaun what does it mean to you <laughs> uh, I think one thing is when you think about black history Month, you think about you know the people that came before you and uh, what they did uh, and then you also got to think about the future as well of where we could go and I think uh, we always talk about visual success seeing people do things before you and like they said, uh, just trying to be that role for our players uh, in the community, whatever it may be, just to try to get them to understand that, you know, you can dream big and you can do anything. You've seen people of the same color as you do it before. So them being able to do it gives you that that motive, that drive just to be able to do it yourself. And that's one thing that I've always been taught is, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, you can always do what you want to do if you put your mind to it. Yeah. So yeah, being able to see that is huge for us. Yep. You bring up a good point because not everybody can be a trailblazer, yep. you know. Uh, and sometimes a lot of athletes of any situation believing in their goals and their dreams and their vision for themselves, they have to see someone else having done it already, you know, before they pursue it. So you bring up a great point. Uh, if you think back in – your growing up throughout your youth and now going through college, you know, who was, who was someone in your life that mentored you or uh, taught you or helped you to realize these values and, uh, and made an impact on you to where you're now translated and into these things you're talking about? Biggest influence is probably my dad. Uh, ever since I was born, he was a high school coach. Okay. So I remember growing up being young and having basketball players in my house all the time. And, you know, being a young kid, you always want to hang out with the older guys. Um, So just that influence alone, just 
being able to have them around and grow up kind of watching them, idolizing them, um, him being the guy that he was, you know, just instilling like those characteristics, those traits to be able to be a better person every single day, uh, always know that it's bigger than you, uh, do what you can for others, those type of things, uh, I would say is kind of helped me mold into who I am today, uh, being able to give everything I have for, whether it's the program or just the guys alone, um, those little things like that, I think, mm-hmm. go a long way. Well, I think, uh, you know, all four of us, you get into coaching because you want to help people. I mean, that's the biggest thing, you know, and we learned it somewhere. And there's always – I've got multiple mentors uh, who help me to be who I am today. But in, when you get right down to it, it's about helping people, you know. So, uh, Jatera, like, who – in your background, who is, who is that key person for you? It's hard to pick a key person. Okay. Um, I mean, I would say just – my immediate family as a whole, both my parents, my older brother, my dad and brother showing me how to hold a ball, shoot a ball, dribble a ball in the backyard. Um, I mean, if I, had, if I had to pick one, which is hard to pick one of my family members, I would yeah. say my mom. Okay. Uh, she definitely gave me that influence early on. Seeing her, I come from a military background. My mom retired 20 years. Army, dad's in the Navy, my brother currently, he has one more year, he'll be retired 20 years. So that discipline that I've always had in my life, seeing her when I go on base, whether when she was a drill sergeant or on, it, it you start to learn how you can lead people, but at the same time, be able to, to follow as well. Mm-hmm. You, you learn the teamwork of it, seeing a whole platoon of soldiers, seeing her Discipline people is just some part of that throughout my whole childhood. Seeing that, it, I feel like it's something my girls might think I'm a little too stern sometimes, but that's just the way I am. Like <laughs> sometimes I'm like I'm not like y'all because I just know that they've influenced me so in such a way when I was young that that's the only way I know how. Yeah, I only know how to be disciplined. I only know how to do as I'm told. I only know how to help you get to where you want to be. Cause I somebody helped me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's a there's a pretty famous uh, seal out there. His name's Jocko Willink, and his big thing is discipline equals freedom. And it's uh, if you ever get a chance, look up anything he talks about with that, because it's true. You know, taking chaos and turning it into order and then there's leaders that emerge and then you you know you can't have a team full of leaders you need some followers on that team don't right. you to be successful yes, otherwise whoo yeah. you got your work cut out for mm-hmm. you you know uh keith how about you you know who who influenced you and impacted you the most to, that now led you to become a coach well you know i don't think any particular person led me to believe i wanted to be a coach i just think through my trials as a basketball player, you know, I had coaches that were coaching me at the time were telling me I was like a coach on the floor. So that kind of made me think, well, if they think I can coach, I can, you know, I think this is what I would probably want to do after I finish playing basketball. But even before that, you know, as far as people that gave me the 
belief to be the best that I could be, it would have to start, like they said, with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was small, so you know, you always had to overcome that height thing, especially in the sport of basketball when they say it's a tall man's sport. So, you know, it was a lot of things that I was fighting against out of the gate, but seeing my dad play basketball and listening to him tell me how I got to believe in myself and you know, one of the key things he always told me, if you want to be better, you have to play against better people. And that that always stuck with me because it hit me in a part of my basketball life, like in eighth grade, where I felt like I was going to be the best on my eighth grade team for the next upcoming season. And then next thing you know, I'm playing varsity basketball because those guys were helping me get better, whereas the guys I was playing with wasn't. Right. So I would say, you know, uh, my dad, my mom, my brothers, I mean, my family, you know, has all been instrumental in helping me believe and keep going after my dreams. So when I'm talking to my team or, you know, I coach my coach Motley for a little while or working with Jatera, you know, I want them to always believe you can achieve everything that you set out to do. It's not going to be easy. No. You know, you're going to go through some things that you're really not going to like, <laughs> but at the same time, if it's what you really want, you got to keep pressing forward and, you know, I've seen my dad do that at his job, and he, you know, and I've seen my mom get up every morning and do it for her job. So, you know, it was something that I knew. You know, you got to get up and keep grinding, and you got to make it happen. And, you know, those people really helped me. Now, when I played in the NBA, I got to know a guy named Al Adels, who's one of the, you know, legendary Golden State Warriors who won an NBA title as a player and a coach. Mm. And um, one of the key things I remember he told me was try to learn something new every day. Not just sometimes, but and that opens up dialogue with different people that might know some things that yeah. can encourage you or help you to pass it on to somebody else that might not know it. Right. So I really appreciated that time I got to spend with him. So, but like they all said, it's, it's so many people that impacted me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would shout out to all of you that I didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we joked about that before we started recording. Is that you know, when you're talking about there's so many good people in our lives. You know, it's it's hard to pick out the best ones because we take, like you just said, we take something from everybody. I was just mentioning to our team the other day, you can learn something from everybody you meet. Yes. It does not matter who they are or what role they have or what they do. They can teach you something. Yep. You don't know everything. And if you can just open your mind and open your heart and open your soul to being taught by everybody, just imagine how much more you're going to learn about everything in life. And I think one of the, you know, the key common denominators between your, your three stories and, and the things that you just said is, you know, the people that impacted you the most, they had proximity. They were the closest to you. They had, pro, they had proximity. And, you know, as athletes especially, we were always, like, looking up at other people that we admire. But really the people that can impact us the most and guide us the most are right there next to us. Yeah. You know, so with that in mind, though, as you were growing up as athletes, who did you look up to? You know, if we think about Black History Month, and I mean, truth is, when I was growing up, all my favorite athletes were black. Most of them for basketball, believe it or not. I'm, I'm, I'm Magic Johnson all the way, okay? Uh, you can't tell me that there's a better basketball player ever than Magic Johnson. I'm gonna disagree with you. But who did you look up to uh, that, motivated you to be a better athlete 
Yeah, who who would that be for you? Keith? I mean, for me, and, and it was an honor to meet him, Isaiah Thomas. Mm. Um, watching him play, you know, he was one of the smaller guards all the time, but he yeah. was so feisty and so tough, and it just made me believe, like, okay, I can play against a six-five guy and not back down. Okay, he did it. I can yeah. do it. You know. So, yeah. and um, the surreal moment about that is when I made it with the Golden State Warriors. He was just about to retire with the Detroit Pistons, and I checked into the game and I had to guard him. And I, you know, I'm walking up to him like, okay, I'm gonna say hello to him. I don't. I know we're opponents right now, but you know. And I said, Mr. Thomas, you know, thank you for everything you've done with for the game. And he was like. Mr. Jennings, get out of here, man. That's something I'll never forget. I'm saying to myself, oh, he knows me as Mr. Oh, my goodness. Isaiah knows me. But that was one of the uh, guys that that I really looked up to and tried to pattern my game after to an extent. So, Mm -hmm. Isaiah Thomas. That's cool. That's a cool story. (laughs) How about you, Jatera? It's tough. I would probably say because younger – we, we still kind of starting on the come up of the WNBA. Yeah. Still more so watching college sports a little bit. Yep. Um, so I would say another one, if I had to pick, um, probably Lisa Leslie. Okay. Yeah. Another one would be Coach's favorite, uh, Tina Thompson. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, just how they played and, you know, it, it's – it was more of a of a presence and a dominance in their game that you you kind of idolize in in how you know they to go to big is on the court but the smoothest on the court yeah like the nicest shots the the best post moves just everything about how they played was just nice yeah and something just to to look forward to watching whenever you, whenever you got a chance or maybe trying to emulate mhm when, whenever you got on the court, got to practice. Mm-hmm. Well, that word emulate, you know, I talk about that with our team is that, you know, as athletes, we get so caught up in just doing the work and trying to execute that I don't know that enough athletes nowadays are really looking at the details of how other people are doing what they're doing. They're seeing what they're doing, but are you looking at the details of how they did it and that – no, maybe you can't be exactly like Lisa Leslie or Isaiah Thomas, but you can take attributes from them and yes, emulate those yeah. things. So uh, that's, a, that's, that's a good word. Uh, Deshaun, who did you look up to? Well, if you know me, you know my favorite player is Kobe Bryant. Okay. Uh, just watching him play. He was like our Michael Jordan from my era yeah. pretty much growing up. Uh, he was probably – in my eyes, the greatest I ever saw. Um, I would say his worth ethic was huge, and his drive was like no other. Um, and later on in his career, you could see how much better he got skill-wise, uh, being able to analyze the game, uh, being able to be in certain places before it even happened. Uh, you know, early in his career, he uses athleticism to his advantage. Uh, and I would say just watching him grow over time, you know, I wasn't the most athletic. Uh, but I would say as a player, my IQ was probably the highest mm-hmm. on the court. And uh, being able to use my mind to be able to help me on and off the floor was, whether it was a teammate or whatever it was, I felt like I could be able to give something uh, to help us all. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basketball, you don't always have to be the person to put the ball in the basket. You know, if you can do other things to help the team, that's a great thing, and that's how yep. you end up winning games. Yep. So just watching him and growing up and wanting to idolize him and be be Kobe pretty much was big for me. But, you know, it was more of the mindset than anything yeah. else for me. Well, it sounds like, though, you took that and you used it your own way. Right. You, you knew how to take those things and lessons that you could take from – Kobe Bryant, but then use it within the role you had. Exactly. Which made you a better player, which, you know, as you all know, that I mean, the higher you go in any sport, it becomes more about the mental side of things because everybody's good. It's just about how can you, yeah, exercise that. And uh, the IQ side, you know, your, your, your game intelligence. Uh, and so, you know, bring up some good points. Um, I think – you know, to wrap things up, one last topic about Black History Month is, you know, from just your perspective, what are, aside from just trying to pass down, like, that awareness, you bring up a, brought up a key word about just awareness, which is also kind of, I guess, the point of this show. Uh, as you're doing that, is there anything specific that you try to impart with your teams to 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 go beyond that, you know, beyond the awareness, to teach those lessons and maybe give examples. Maybe, you know, Keith, what is there anything specific that you're doing with your squad to really emphasize that? You know, I mean, for me, I just like to make, like you said, make them aware of it. But at the same time, you know, when I'm coaching and my thought process, I guess when I'm looking at Black History Month, I can almost say it's like a, a combination of Malcolm X and Dr. King. Mm. I want my girls to be able to dream that, we can do big things together. But at the same time, when we're playing, I want you to be able to fight. I don't want you to back down from mm-hmm. anyone. And when you leave my program, our program, and you're in the real world, we want you to be ready for those same type of battles and fights that you're going to face because the years in college should be f- four of your funnest and most enjoyable years. But when that ends, the real world is waiting for you, and it's not college. <laughs> no. So you got to be ready for that. And I really make that important for me. You know, my daughter's a senior here. I don't baby her, and I tell my team from the get-go, you know, I don't baby my daughter, so I'm not going to baby you either. Hmm. I'm preparing her for life, just like for these four years I have you guys. I'm preparing you for life. So. I just want to make a difference and make sure they know when they leave, if they have to look back and say, okay, coach, I learned this from Coach Jay, then I know I'm doing my job, you know. So that's mm-hmm. – I, I, I really try to make sure they understand that. Yeah. Well, that's – connecting those dots is crucial, you know. We'd be failing at our jobs if we did not do that. Yeah. Uh, we do that a lot within our team. And, uh, and so how about you, Deshaun? What are some things maybe on the men's side that, you know, you, you're – probably piggybacking off of what Keith just said uh, from y'all's perspective what do you try to do well first off that's hard to follow up yep (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) Uh, in Coach Harden's program is one thing that we always talk about is try to be the best version of you Mm -hmm. Um, and we try to instill those words so that these guys always understand you know regardless of what's going on things may not be going my way but I want to just be the best version of myself that I can be whether it's on the floor or off the court, in the classroom, whatever it may be. Um, and I think it being Black History Month, that just gives it that much more light, I guess you could say, 
on uh, understanding regardless of whatever's going on, the adversity, whatever it may be, somebody's did it before and they look just like me. So that's more motivation in itself than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's the biggest thing right there. Yeah. Jatera, I know Keith covered a lot of ground there, <laughs> but uh, is there anything you could add to, to what he said about – because you're – he's a man, mm-hmm. and he's coaching the women team. You are a woman, and you're there right beside him. Right. Right? You've got a different perspective. Doing a great job, I might add. <laughs> Appreciate that, Coach. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I coach both men and women too. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's very tough to do both. So, yeah, maybe I'm sure your your take could be, you know, is going to echo a lot of things, mm-hmm. but but you got to have, you know, probably a little bit of a twist on it too. I would say my twist would be, I mean, you almost took the words right out of my mouth, is being a woman. And, I mean, the biggest thing I try to do along with the things Coach said we try to do is be a, a role model. So I try to show them a, a, a female African-American doing what I'm doing, showing them, because it's really, in this day and time, the world we live in, being a female is one thing in comparison Mm -hmm. to being a male out in the real world, outside of college, even here, and then also being African-American. So showing our girls that you can strive to do the things that you want to do, instilling in them the confidences that they need to have all the time, um, knowing that they're black is beautiful. It just everything about them is amazing. Just pushing them to really strive to do all the things that they want to do, despite them being a woman or despite them being African American, and showing them, okay, well, my coach did it, or like mm-hmm. coach said, you know, my coaches taught me some of these things. They taught me how to properly communicate. They taught me how to show up on time. They taught me how to do the things I'm supposed to do. So when they get out into the real world, they they're capable of doing those things. Mm-hmm. It's already been instilled in them to do those things. Yeah. So try to be the best role model of showing them this this how y'all can and should do some things when, when you get out of our little world here yeah. at Lees McRae. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing to do in coaching is getting them to believe in themselves, what they can do, and that those things you described, they're assets. Mm-hmm. Those are assets, not liabilities. Right. And if you could see them as assets and leverage them and leverage the entire entire experience they have here for four years at Lee's McRae, then, as you said, Keith, they will be ready for the real world, won't they? So I think that's a great way to wrap up the show. Uh, Thank you. We had uh, a great time. I really appreciate it. No, I I love this. I love the discussion. I love the stories. And uh, I really appreciate the fact y'all took the time to sit down with me and talk about Black History Month and, and share you know, how you got to where you are and the values that you're imparting down to your teams. And I think, you know, a lot of times as a coach, we got to wait five or 10 years before that feedback comes back, but it's going to happen, you know, and those players are going to come back and say, you know, boy, that taught me a lot. I appreciate that because it prepared me for this other thing that was much more difficult than what we went through here so trust us as coaches we enjoy those conversations <laughs> <laughs> well appreciate uh deshaun jatera keith thank you for being on inside the den and uh go bobcats go Bobcats! happy black history month to listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes go to our website lmcbobcats.com or find us on soundcloud by searching lees mccray athletics 
And as always, go Bobcats.